Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at GamersLedge.com. And now, your hosts. And welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast. Come on in, sit down, relax, have yourself a purple mason jar filled with milk. Fail. Enjoy yourself a Sprecher <laughs> Red Apple soda. And if you can't find it, you can buy the syrup and make your own, and it's just as good. Okay, I did. I upped you. Your turn. It's a conversation about video games. I look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer, and a conversation amongst friends. Joining us this week. Uh, starting <clears throat> closest to me, since he had to interject about Red Apple, it's Nick. Hello. And then joining us from 20 minutes from Nick, it's Matt. It's more like 40, but yeah, hi. <clears throat> Depends on how bad the traffic is. And then joining <laughs> us from the 1970s, based on the rug that I see in the background, <laughs> it's Taro. I'm not there. Hi. <laughs> yeah, the rug speaks. Ah! <laughs> These are just but some of the myriad things you'll find in the Ozarks that make no sense. Um, well, I think there was a game or something that came out this week. Maybe a couple. I don't know. I we, don't, we, can, we can talk about that here in a little bit. But know, maybe let, let's start by going around the room talking about what everyone. Yeah, maybe, but. We'll go around the room and talk about what everybody's been up to since last week. Uh, since I don't want the rug to talk to me for 20 minutes straight, Matt, why don't you, why don't you start with what we <laughs> Well, it's been a, a slow week this week. Um, mostly my, my list is actually almost 50% mobile games, which is really weird. That's um, sad. Sorry. It is. It's it's really sad, um, but of course, still still uh, creeping my way through Tap Titans. Uh, I've got to be on the slowest track ever in this game, but I keep playing it. Um, I actually started playing a game put out by Harmonix for the mobile systems, which is called Beatniks. Uh, it is a pet game, something along the lines of a Tamagotchi or a something of that ilk, uh, but for the phone. Uh, it does have some musical hooks because, you know, it's harmonics. Uh, you can get XP bonus for listening to linked music services. Uh, there's a couple, three rhythm balls, a couple of games that I've unlocked so far. There's some more games I haven't unlocked yet, so I don't know exactly what those are. And then the typical feed your pet, clean your pet, that kind of stuff. Um, and as you as you level up, you get the options to evolve it. Uh, one body part at a time. Kind of weird, but... Mm, um, weird. It's it's not terribly engaging, and I really get sick of the your beatnik is bored messages I get sent, so I don't know how long I'll keep with it, but 
Um, I did did play it. I also downloaded the uh, Battlefront companion app, which does have some sort of strategy game you can use to earn credits and stuff you can use in the full game. Uh, but I haven't actually launched it yet, so I, ha- I downloaded it. So I played the downloading the game game um, that Turo loves so much. Uh, then also based on a random message that Dave sent that explained absolutely nothing about what he was talking about. I went ahead and downloaded uh, Shooty Skies, which is also uh, on the mobile platforms, uh, both uh, Android and, uh, yeah, that other one, iOS. And it's a a bullet hell endless runner, I guess, except you're flying, so it's a bullet hell endless flyer. so you, you basically just drag your finger around and your little plain dude shoots and you pick up power-ups as you go along and uh, if you're me, you basically just die a lot. So um, that's a, another one where you know I've, I've played it a bit. Again, I don't know that I'll really ever do much with it. but uh, and Then over on the platform side, still working on Broken Age. Um, haven't haven't put a lot more time in it. I did get a uh, one or two more sessions recorded, broadcast. Uh, had an interesting experience with one of my uh, one of my broadcasts, though. Um, as you've probably heard me mention before, if you've watched the show before, uh, I don't talk or really interact in any way with people when I'm broadcasting. I just, hey, you want to watch the game? Go ahead. Here's the game. You can watch it. And uh, the Broken Age does have a lot of discussion trees, and me being me, I need to explore every single discussion option because, well, yeah, that's how you play these games, right? So uh, somebody must have been getting really bored with me because in the comments, and I've got the comments set to, uh, you know, you can set them so they're read to you on the PS4. Wait. So I don't have... I don't have the bar up so I can read them because I hate giving up screen real estate. So there's an option for them to be automatically read to you. What? Yeah. I did not know about this. You didn't know about this? Okay, well, I guess here's an education moment. You can set it up on the PS4 so your comments when you're broadcasting, streaming, can be read to you by the PS4. Yep. Is that in the advanced streaming options or where is, is that? It, I is believe it that it's robot in the... voice? Is it like, you suck, you should <laughs> not do this anymore... It's well. It's it's fairly robotic, but it is a female, you know, kind of Siri Siri esque voice. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So it's more uh, like you suck. (laughs) Not that sultry. Um, (laughs) It's just Nick sultry voice. (laughs) Nick Nick sultry. (laughs) Hey there, crappy player. But they must have been getting bored with me because the first thing they said was they love the game. And then it's like, okay, now go to that guy and do this thing. Okay, then take that thing from that guy and go to this thing. And then go do this. Wow. <laughs> telling me how to solve the puzzles of the game. It's like, I, I, I figured this out. I'm just reading all the... Well, it's all mm. spoken, right? It's all voice acted. So, But it's just like, okay, if you're that bored with me playing, then go away because you're like spoiling the game here. He's that friend that ruins the stuff and tells you exactly how to do it instead of letting you figure it out. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it wasn't even like I was wandering around lost for five minutes. I was still stuck in discussion trees. Oh my god, enable comments to speech. Oh, you just have it. I was wondering what the. I'm sitting here like he's going through. He's going through. Yeah, I'm going through the menu. I've got to set that up now because half the time when I'm streaming, I have the comment bar up, but I'm so zoned in on 
playing the game, I don't. Oh, you guys get viewers. Huh, that's my yeah. problem. Yeah. <laughs> I have been streaming. I've had like I've had like seven or eight streams now, and I I don't do much. So when I get no no viewers, I'm like, yes, nobody watched me be crappy. So I'm okay with it. But on one of my Borderlands streams, I was like, oh look, trophy. Oh look, trophy. Oh look, trophy. Oh look, trophy. And I'm like, would have been nice to have somebody for that. Uh, yeah, so. it's actually pretty sultry. I'll say the voice is pretty sultry. <laughs> oh, you just you heard it already. It's, it's, it's a little more than the, little better than the Siri voice, but not as good as human speech. Yeah. But yeah. Well, so, I will start. I will start streaming. I have. Well, we can talk about this in a minute. So. Um. Other than that, it's been my go-to game of late when I feel only have like ten minutes. Tris. Um. I've actually been, the kids have all been uh, wanting to take me on in Tetris, so we've been doing verses a little bit more. Uh, so finding out what handicap I need to set myself to for each of the kids to make a fair fair fight there. Um, and then also played a little more Ether 1. i got to be in the right mood for that game. That is super slow. Yeah, it's, um, it's very, very, very slow. So, and then the puzzles are not, very intuitive. I mean, you can get through the main part of the game, no problem, but solving like the projectors and stuff, it's really not intuitive what you gotta do. So you really just kind of have to... And, and the thing is, is you get all this stuff you can pick up, and you have no idea which of it's useful, but you can only hold one thing at a time. So, you know, knowing if you have the right thing, or going back to the, the chest and picking out all of the things that you could try to use with something else, it, it's... It's a little flustering, but um, so I'm not sure where I'm going to go with that one. And then uh, my daughter saw Ali Ali 2 in the list and was like, what's that? So, well, here, I'll play some. So I played some Ali Ali 2. Um, is she now oxen-free? She is completely oxen-free. You know, and, and probably the sad part is you and I are the only two who have any kind of idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Probably, we're old. Because I'm pretty sure Nick nor Turo have any idea what we're talking about whatsoever. Now I'm gonna Ollie go Ollie the, big... the little bloop bloop. I'm a skateboarder. Jump and jump. Yeah, jump. that's that's the video game. But I was referencing a turn of phrase from much older than that. Time I think that's yeah. before. Ali Ali oxen free. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I didn't catch it because, yeah, you're old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I heard all oxen free, but I thought that was the little kid hiding game. Did I mention Nick's fired? I'm just mentioning. Did, what? <laughs> when did I lose my job? When did I get a job? I meant paychecks. <laughs> I need my money. Uh, so so else, that's about did, it. Did you play? That's it. All right. That's pretty much uh, it. Uh, I didn't. I didn't play any grown-up games this week. Tara, what about you? Halo 5, I watch people play Fallout 4. I've been watching many, many funny glitches, the good kind. Um, did, you, did you finally break down and play the multiplayer? No, I just watched Samo play. I'm not going to play multiplayer until I beat the story, which was supposed to happen today or yesterday, and then I stayed for work because they needed people, and then I stayed today because they needed people. And Stop I'm probably nice. going to be staying. Well, I like well, it's paycheck, yeah. I really yeah. like money. And it's then, coming uh, to the end of pay time, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, I only got the until the end of the year to make all the money that I can and then make that last two months. So it's crunch time. And uh, let's see. that That's all the time I've been having on top of watching uh, TV shows, catching up on shows. Uh, and, yeah, working catch-up shows. So, so, so you realize... I'm just putting this out there. 
mm-hmm. but you are quickly becoming Dave. Yeah, it's 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 sad. I've seen that, and I keep checking my hair every day, and I'm like, oh, thank God, because this guy, that's the money maker right there, baby. <laughs> the Eddie Monster. The yeah, because if if that's gone, if that disappears, then um, oh man. Speaking from experience, from that's the last thing to go. <laughs> oh, okay, then I'm happy. I'll keep that guy forever. Oh my boy. dad's went all the way like up here. So if he was blonde and super like spiky, he'd be Vegeta. That's how crazy it is. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Dad, you have my, Vegeta's back. hair. Uh, so Nick, how about you? What do you play this week? <laughs> Not Destiny, to get that off the table. Yay! Um, See, the problem is I can't tell if you're being facetious or not. No, I'm being honest. I've been checking okay. Destiny news and it's there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. So I'm I'm off the 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 addict the addictedness right now. Um, I've been playing Borderlands the pre-sequel. Been getting a lot of trophies actually. I'm down to three non-story based and like six story based. So not even six, three, three story based for sure because I need to get each character's just use their special one. So. Uh, Yep, that one's almost done. I actually have a review in progress. I have all the video capture I ne- capture I needed. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can't get some music captured just for background ambiance. Talk to me after the show, and I'll show you some <coughs> some tricks. Uh, and then I need to do you know the you know writing the script part, <coughs> which is oh so fun. Not really. So that part is I only really have two parts left. I just need to capture audio and write script. Mm. But, so, yeah, so the whole review, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> Video capture is done. Uh, other than Borderlands, the pre-sequel, I have been dabbling in... I did the Battleborn a little bit more. I've played. Don't mm-hmm. want to say. I did yeah. the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I did play that a little bit uh, over the weekend. And then I played the got a new car. Yeah, I can say this here. I got a new car. So that was cool. Not video game related. Uh, and then Fallout 4 I got today. Nice. It, it is completely reminiscent of Fallout 3 for me, but better graphics. And I, I, I don't know. I was able to trick the AI better, and it was it made me feel weird because I had one of the enemies with a skull next to it, which basically means if it touches you, you're dead. And I just jumped between fences and shot it with a crappy p- pistol until I was out of ammo. So, so I, I should clarify that I left all of the Fallout 4 news stories out of the news today, because I saw stuff like, oh, there's an awesome gun at the end of the tunnel where you leave the vault that's locked, except here's the trick on how to get it open, and I left that out. And then I left out a bunch of other stuff, because I'm like, you know the game just came out, so that's probably too soon. But yes. Yeah, I watched there's... a video on how to get power armor in five minutes. Yeah, and see, and then there was another one about an Easter egg for Cheers. Yeah. Like the bar, so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a ton of stuff out right now, but obviously, yeah, don't want to spoil anything for anyone, so. Okay, well, I'm going to say this. It is Fallout 3. They took that. They improved a lot of aspects, made it very, very, very pretty. The graphics are... Even on PS4, it's just astounding. So we'll we'll be doing an unboxing of the Pip Boy edition here in a 
we'll have that posted in the near future. In the near future, yes. <laughs> I can't believe the number of people who didn't realize that it was just a cell phone holder and thought it was the whole thing boy. actually was. <laughs> yeah, so I've seen just tons of comments about people selling it or returning it or just being generally annoyed with it. So that was interesting. They made it pretty clear that it was just a cell phone holder. I thought so, but some people apparently lack the basic fundamental skills knowledge required to have ascertained that. Oh, are you kidding me? There's people who are mad over a cup, so that no, I I need no, to hear this. No, it's the, no, he knows, it's no, the Starbucks thing. It's the yeah, thing. the whole Starbucks no Christmas thing. I, I do have to say, the only thing I will say on that is I actually saw a very funny um, Photoshop on, on Facebook where somebody actually turned their icon into a crucified version of their icon to say, hey, this is, this might you know appease people. It's ridiculous. The whole the whole argument's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I'm, okay. that's what I'm saying is that if there's people mad about that, there's going to be people mad about anything. Yeah. <laughs> including an, an iPhone holder that they thought wasn't an iPhone holder. Welcome to the internet age. Yeah. Oh, um, the internet is leaking into real world. Yeah. Exactly. It's not getting better. <laughs> Ew. Um, gross. So the first game I played this this last weekend was called Beer and Ice Cream. In the same cup. Oh, it was a beer float. No, no, no. It was not root beer. It was a beer float. And yeah, no, no match. Beer, beer float. It's... No, it's just a beer float. And it was horrific. But, so I don't like beer. But I'm like, it's Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And it's like uh... the special like launch of this beer to go with the ice cream. Chocolate caramel brownie brown ale. That is exactly it, yes. Yeah. And it was the nastiest dirty sock water I've ever had. Dude, you're and not wrong. That beer is absolutely terrible. It is not good for anybody. Lexi. Hey, take your take your thing out. What was the name of the beer you had at the bar? Yeah, it wasn't the the mole. It was she had this beer, and I had some kind of lemon beer. And I swear, yours was a wit then probably. It it was the worst thing I've ever put in my face <laughs> in my life. And I turned I turned to the misses and I said, "Hey, at least the night can't get worse." It you, said get words. you said the magic words. You said the magic words. And it. I mean, I thought the beer float was going to be great, but it was, it was horrible. Dang. It, yeah, she she thought it was great because she likes dirty sock water. <laughs> what was it? Alesmith. Alesmith Imperial oh Coffee Stout. God, that is so beautiful. Oh, yeah, I she really that beer so bad. I cannot get and the best. It. The best part is she gets hammered off of like one of them. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've only had this one way to a whole new level. Oh it's yeah, their, uh, no idea. Speedweed yeah. stout. And that's the yeah, only one so that I've anyways, had them. It was 17%. Yeah, but now that's true. Her yeah. her one brandy snifter of beer was 17% alcohol. So yeah, that that is beer. that is a true a true thing. But anyway, Wisconsin that's probably, breakfast beer. Let's do this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I thought I would I would be adventurous and try something new, but that didn't really 
I mean, we had fun, but that didn't that didn't go so well. Um, then I played Final Fantasy Record Keeper some more, <coughs> and I played more Cap Titans. Uh, and then Lexi, my wife, found a very interesting game that I wanted to talk about with you guys. It is called Trivia Saga. And if you imagine an RPG with the combat elements being trivia, that's this game. So you level up. I mean, think of it like Marvel Puzzle Quest or, or, or like Puzzle Quest in general, except instead of the match three, it's answering trivia correctly as the fight mechanics. And then you level your guys up and you can feed them to other guys to make them stronger and rinse and repeat. It's actually pretty interesting. And the graphics are very bright and colorful. That's what she got drawn to immediately. I've been playing it a little more than I anticipated I would even. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the hardest trivia game I've ever played. In fact, I'd say it's probably made for the general population, but it's very interesting. (laughs) Okay, if it's made for the general population, I have to ask, what trivia... So that's where it gets interesting in that your party is comprised of creatures that have a attunement to an element of, of the spectrum. So blue is water, green is forest, red is fire, and there is a paper, rock, scissors, so uh, forest beats water, water beats fire, fire beats forest. And so you can choose uh, the element of your questions, which could be entertainment, academic, uh, sports, or I'm forgetting one, but you get the idea. Okay. Uh, and so that's that's basically how it works. And uh, the more people you have in your party of that element that you've chosen, the more hits on the monster you get. But since you don't know what you're going into half the time, you end up having like two or three of one element and then one of other elements just to make sure that you have enough. So, But it's actually pretty interesting, and it's very... If you like trivia, this might be something that's right up to your alley, and you like RPGs. So it's called Trivia Saga, and I was kind of surprised uh, that came out of left field for me. Hmm. I also played uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest on the PS4 some more. Still really liking that. Uh, Divinity Original Sin, we're up to episode, let's see, I think we finished episode 19. uh, And we still have, like, half the game to go, so that's good. Uh, Working on that still. Make sure you check those videos out. Um, I've been playing, playing WWE 2K16. I finally... You have, now, are you playing the download version of it or the actual game? No, the actual game. Okay. The actual game. Uh, it, it took me about a week to set up my universe the way I wanted, download all my people. I still haven't done all their entrances, but that's the only thing I haven't done. Um, and fire all the WWE wrestlers. So that's the best part, is that I did fire all of them, and now I have actual good wrestlers from the entire spectrum of time in there, and now they are... uh, Literally, there's a show for every day of the week, so I've got WCW on one day, I've got Ring of Honor on another day, I've got ECW on the next day, and then um, I've got somebody else, and I can't think of who it is. Anyways, uh, and then they each have a pay-per-view every every weekend. 
there's one of the five pay-per-views so that, you know, they all get their story resolution time. Uh, so that's, but I, the point is, is that I actually played it and I really like it, which is last year I spent the whole time just getting it set up and then I went to play it and found out I didn't like it. Uh, this year I actually like it. It works pretty well. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty impressed with what they've done. There's still some bugs, but overall I have to say that for the amount that's in there, I'm pretty surprised and pleased with it. So, so are, are you, and I don't mean this badly, I'm just curious with the way you said it, so are you basically playing the role of league commissioner and you're yes. not actually fighting so, matches? Well, no, both. So that's that's the thing about it is that you can create your own universe <laughs> and then within that universe you can let the computer develop rivalries or you can set up rivalries. Like, for example, if I want AJ Styles and Rob Van Dam to feud for 12 weeks, I can actually set that up on my show. And they'll do run-ins on each other's matches and beat the tar out of each other while they're walking down the entrance ramp or come in during the middle of a match and disrupt them, maybe distract, distract them, and they get pinned. Or I can go hands-on and say, no, you know what, I want to tweak this match. It should be these characters in the match. These should be the rule sets for the match, and I'm actually going to play it to its logical conclusion the way I want it to come out. So you can kind of go as deep or as high level as you want and just run as a puppet master if you want to, or you can get right down in there and actually play the matches. So, Or you can have the matches simulated for the outcome. It's up to you. That's a great question, though. But then that's just universe mode. They have a career mode where your guy starts out uber crappy and you have to build him or her up um, over a basically, a, I think it's a three-year period uh, that you play through. It's every week, two, one to two weeks of show to begin with, and then uh, pay-per-views, and you slowly gain more XP, etc., and you can start buying perks and upping their stats, etc. But that career mode is a self-contained, so if I take my character from nothing and build them all, excuse me, all the way up, there's no way to get that character out of career mode. So you can't mm -hmm. go use it in exhibition or anything. It's only in my career, my career mode. Um, and then they have online, which you can use any of your created wrestlers or the base superstars. And then they also have just exhibition, which is you set up a match and play, and that's it. Hmm. But it does a lot of the stat, tra uh, stat tracking, um, wins, losses, highest win percentages, most played match types, all that kind of stuff. So if you're looking for that kind of analytical data, it's there too. It's pretty interesting as a sim and a, an actual fighting game. So I, I like it. it. It's a deep rabbit hole for me, and I like it a lot. And, and the funny part is, is I was doing something the other night, and I just put the shows on in the background because half the time for me, I like to actually watch the, the computer play itself, and it's like I'm watching wrestling. I mean, except that it's people I enjoy instead of WWE wrestlers. So I don't know what more I can say there. <laughs> Uh, so you set everything up. You know who's going to win. You know everything that's going on. No, 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 no. You don't know who's going to win unless you go into the match and play it yourself. So okay. that's not predetermined. So it, okay. it's, yeah. So that's that's kind of why I like it because there is still the, you know, you may want somebody to win, but they may not. 
Okay. Unless you go in there and you play it yourself and beat the tar out of the... You know. So there is a D20 generator somewhere in the background. That Matt, Yeah, exactly. That's correct. And most of it's based on the stats of the characters, to right. be honest. So if you've got a character that's higher stats, I would say probably 8 out of 10 times they're going to win the match. But I like to watch it because it's that 2 out of 10 times that something really interesting might happen, and yeah. And you end someone's career. It's great. Great. You end um, someone's career. Awesome job. <laughs> yeah, it's really a thing. Uh, I also played Deception 4, The Nightmare Princess. I saw um, you on that last night. What the heck is that? Yeah, so it's this really weird game, but it's really kind of compelling. You are... <laughs> Oh, this is going to make all the Starbucks people happy. You are the daughter of the devil, and you <laughs> are... Uh, it's actually... Well, that no, her name's not Lucy. But yeah, it is, no. Uh, you're the daughter of the devil, and your job is to bring the devil back to this world by messing with people's dreams. And the more you mess with their dreams, the more power you get in the real world. And so what you do is you're in this dreamscape and people enter your castle and you get to set traps. And it's almost like you're making the... What's that machine called? The... You're making these, these horrible industrial traps that are extremely complicated. You have, like, for example, a grid-based system for the floor. And if you're standing down here at the bottom, the person's running or walking towards you, and so maybe you'll have a springboard to fling them three squares back, and then they fall into a bear trap. And then once they're in the bear trap, you have a hammer knock sideways into a, a pillar column to have oh, the pillar collapse on top of them. And then maybe you have a swinging axe once the guy gets back up, if he gets back up, uh, to cleave him, you know, to knock him two feet forward into a, 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 a an environmental trap or something like that. So you you're basically set Rube Goldstein Rube Goldstein machine. That's what it is. You're setting yes. up this this horrific Rube Goldstein machine to humiliate, complicate, and I'm trying to think what the third criteria is. Um, I think it's just like beat down, or it's just like beat down or something. Mm. savagery or something like that. You get oh. scored on those three different ways for setting up your trap. And the interesting thing is that you control the trap timing because it's not just an auto win. If I fling someone using the springboard over to the bear trap, I can hit him with the bear trap, but then if I take too long to swing the hammer into something to knock things over, he might get out of the bear trap before the column actually falls on him. Or there's a claw that, I mean, basically it's like those claws in the games that you pay way too much for. There's a claw that will descend from the ceiling and grab him or her, but if you miss up, mess up on the timing, they can move out of the grasp of the claw, screwing up the rest of your your combo. Uh, so it, Can you have... Can you yes. have, like, backups? So the interesting thing is that you can edit the whole battlefield at any time. But when you're not editing, you're live real-time, and you have a couple attacks. Like, I can do a, a standing front kick 
that literally, you know, it go, connects with the temple, the person that's coming towards you, and it will stagger them backwards, and they will walk backwards for one second. So if they're, like, right in front of a trap, I can run up, kick them, they go staggering back, and then you fire off your first trap and catch them. And there's lots of environmental things that you can throw them into, like one of them had a, a cooking oven where you could throw the person in the cooking oven, and it did lots of multi-combo hits and that kind of thing. It's there. It's not graphic, really. It's comical, just, cartoony. It's 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 that like straddle the line of really very Japanese, very weird, and kind of morose, hmm. but not bloody. It's not bloody except when the person finally dies. But then they wrap it in this shell of it's just a dream, so they're not really dead. Hmm. You're just messing with their dreams so that you gain power. And the the interesting part is it's got a uh, um, a progression, a level progression tree, and you get different things out of the different um, scenarios. And there may be a scenario that says, do a combo that involves a swinging hammer. Well, you don't have a swinging hammer. You get to wait till you get it 12 stages down the line and then come back and retool it with using that swinging hammer in order to get that new item. And so you're constantly unlocking new items and new ways to mess with people. And it's 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 25 bucks digital download on the um, PlayStation Store, and I think it's actually pretty fun. It's very creative. I guess that's the best way. Is like you're trying to figure out, how can I maximize my combos of hits based on the environmental traps and the the tools that I have at my disposal? Because you can only set up so many in the actual stage. Like, you can maybe only set up five traps in the stage. So what's the biggest combo of traps that you can set up? I really like it. I was very surprised. I got the disc-based version used because I was like, if I don't like it, I can take it back. But I actually like it. So Uh, Two things. Uh, His name is Rube Goldberg. Not Goldstein. Oh, sorry, sorry. Rube Goldberg. It's all good. But also, do you know what his first name really is? No. It's Ruben. Oh, there you go. Rube, Ruben. Yeah, I just thought that was really funny because I call Ruben Rube all the time. And then when I, I was like, why does that sound familiar? <laughs> anyway, I did a little report on him a long time ago. So that's why I was like, wait a minute, I know that guy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so that automatically that game already intrigues me. It's it's pretty interesting. The graphics are nothing to like write home about. No, I mean, it, look seems, like... it seems like a small little indie game that just seems really creative and uh, challenges your well, head. Well, it's, actually a, it's actually a Koei Tecmo game. Really? So it's... It, that's why it's currently on sale on the PlayStation Store because there's a big sale going on right now. So okay, I think I might pick that up just because just because of all that. It's awesome. re- it's really weird, but it's it, it's very Japanese. But at the same time, I think it's kind of fun. I just did this level where it was outside on a children's playground, and you had to figure out ways to get people onto the slide, the big slide, or you had to figure out ways to get them onto a swing set or you had to get them onto a merry-go-round so that it did more damage. It was just interesting stuff. So, um, And then the other game I played is WWE 2K16. Uh, that game is a lot of fun. I finally got everything set up, and I uh, started actually playing it, and it's actually fun. Nobody's going to stop me? All right, that's fine. I'll just keep talking about it. 
Yeah, you, you're, uh, you're repeating yourself, but okay. Yeah, fine. I know, I know. That's what I, yeah. So, anyways, that's, uh, that's about it. Um, so no one here picked up, no, you, Nick, you got Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. But Matt, you did not. I, did not, I, I, based on the fact that I still have Witcher 3 and Dragon Age to, uh, to dig into, figure I'm going to work on those two and then I'll, I'll pick up Game of the Year edition. And Taro, you did not either, correct? I did not pick up Fallout 4. Uh, Sammy, I think, is going to... I'm going to get it for her. She's going to get it. Um, and I don't know about Rise of the Tomb Raider. I think I'm going to get it. I've heard it's very good, actually. I still want to beat and play as much as I can Halo before I start any other game. Because there's just so much out there and there's so little time. Well, speaking of Xbox, let's talk about an Xbox exclusive that I'm still very upset about, but I am really looking forward to, and that is a little game called Cuphead. Oh, my gosh. It looks so cool. If you're not familiar with Cuphead, it is a bullet hell uh, game, but the interesting part about it is that it was all hand-drawn and hand animated in the style of 1930s cartoons. Yeah, it looks like. Uh, and was it I was Steve listening Willy, to. Kinda? Yeah, it looks like kind of except in color. Yeah. And color. Uh, I was I was listening to one of the developers talk about it. Every single frame of the game is hand hand animated. The sounds are all done using foley. So they literally recorded every sound just for this game. That is too cool. And it, uh, there's 11 new minutes of it. Uh, if you want to look at it, uh, there was a event in San Francisco this last weekend, which I wish I knew about, but I did not. Otherwise, I probably would have gone, and I need to be better about that. Uh, but yes, it was actually a bunch of indie developers and um, Tim Schafer's studio, um, uh, Double Fine. They're uh, in San Francisco... Um, showing some of these games before they were released, and that was one of them. Uh, there's 11 minutes up, and just search Cuphead 11 minutes, you'll find it online. Uh, but really, really interesting. Really like the style of that game. I really hope it comes to PlayStation. Matt, have you got news? Oh, news, yeah. There's some news out there, don't you know? Sorry, stalling. Um, so, uh, you know, I need to verify this one first because I didn't actually go back and find out, so I'll actually skip that one for now. Um, apparently, uh, you know, we, haven't, we haven't had a huge adoption of Fallout 4. I know, Mark, your copy is waiting for you. Um uh, apparently, a lot of people who were, well, not a lot, but a fair number of people who were hoping to get their hands on the game, uh, release day, and purchase it from certain online vendors have uh, been forced to wait a day or two to get their copy. Uh, several vendors, including Amazon, seems to have had shipping delays in both the uh, Pip-Boy edition and the regular standard edition of Fallout 4. Uh, most people got an email notifying them, uh, you know, about the that they were expecting to actually get the game, that there was a last-minute delay. Uh, 
there was basically some sort of blanket statement that there was... Uh, sh okay, what the heck? I got an ad playing here. Hold on. It's driving me nuts. Well, so while you're, you're resolving that, I ordered mine through uh, my friend Daniel. I ordered the PS4 version. Daniel ordered the PC version at the same time, and this was through GameStop. GameStop canceled his order, his Pip-Boy edition, the day of launch. Whoa, it was canceled? It was canceled. I had not seen it. Wow. Yes, and so, well, okay, it hasn't been confirmed canceled, but the money was refunded, and they're saying that the delay could be up to months before he gets it. Wow. So basically they, they pulled a, a, an airlines and they just seriously overbooked their allowance. I'm guessing that is the case, which really sucks. I, I offered for him to take mine, but he he said that he is not uh, he's not going to do that. So we'll have our Pip-Boy edition here shortly. Yeah. yeah. GameStop, there's a lot of the, in the article you're quoting, there's a lot of people saying GameStop experienced an unexpected shipping uh, delay for the Pip-Boy edition. Oh, man, and I forgot Nuka-Cola Quantum came out. Crap. I bet that's, uh, how much is that going to be on, on the internet? Crap, I really wanted to get at least one of those bottles. Was, oh, the, the actual beverage. Yeah, the actual beverage. I mm -hmm. bet yeah. the thing is eBay, Nuka, I'm sure it's Cola. Ridiculous. It's a Jones soda. Yeah, Jones is so good about that. I still have, like, oh, I well, I don't now, but I did have all of my D&D uh, um, &D, uh, potions that they put out. That was such a good... It looks like if you want a... Oh, here we go. Holy crap! Take a wild guess what one bottle is going for. On what site? 150 bucks. $115. I'm close. Oh my god. On what, Amazon? No, on eBay. I don't think you can get it on Amazon. I think it was only sold in Target stores on that launch day. And I should have I was near a Target too. I didn't even think about it. Darn it, Amazon.com. I'll check that out. But yeah, uh, that's that's something that's that I thought was very interesting. There's there in in all honesty, you could probably get them for fifty bucks a bottle. But why the hell would you pay fifty dollars for a bottle? Yeah, I'm not gonna pay fifty bucks for a bottle of Nuka Cola. Okay, and going back to the one I was going to lead with, um, a lot. Of, well, there's kind of two parts. Um, the first part, though, is uh, both Best Buy and GameStop are currently running specials. Uh, the Best Buy one's a little bit better in the humblest of opinions of mine. Uh, but if you order either the for the PlayStation side, if you order the Uncharted system bundle, the uh, De uh, Destiny bundle, or the Blops 3 custom special PS4 bundle edition, you get a free copy of Fallout 4, and a free uh, docking station for your controller. Yeah, that's I think not bad. It, I think it's online only. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that, but um, but definitely is through their website. That's why I wanted to go back sure and, and make sure that they uh, 
were still available because I wasn't sure if it sold out right away or not. But um, so yeah, uh, looks like there's still at least the Uncharted bundle I'm looking at right now is still available. Uh, the Destiny version is the Taken King with the Arctic White uh, PlayStation. It actually looks uh, really good. And uh, the only advantage to the Blops one, aside from Blops getting ridiculously good ratings, who would have guessed? Um, uh, is uh, the the Blops bundle come with one terabyte? But and PlayStation Four, stupid easy to upgrade the hard drive on, so you can get a for the difference of eighty bucks in the price, you can get a one and a half to two terabyte drive when they're on special and throw it in there. So. Um, but uh, beyond that, I had to actually close the article that I had open because it was playing ads and driving me absolutely batty. Uh, there are a lot of sites that have started their B- Black Friday advertisements, and some of them have actually started Black Friday si- sales early. So, uh, you know, just keep an eye out on stores. You're seeing a lot of system bundles go on, discount, uh, a lot of uh, buy one, get one type deals starting to pop up or being advertised for Black Friday. So, so, so Turo. Yeah. So, you have an Xbox One. Yeah. You have an Xbox Another One with, with Connect. Yes. So, did you know that as of November 12th, Microsoft is removing all the Connect gestures from the dashboard? Cool, like the hand ones? Yep. Ah, thank goodness. No more hand drive on the dashboard. That's oh. right. Uh, oh, darn it. Basically, they, they, Microsoft mentioned that the reality was that the usage was very, very low. Uh, so for now, they've cut that from the new Xbox One experience. But connect gestures in games will still work in games and apps that use them. Yeah, okay. Uh, because, man, it got really annoying, especially when I wanted to point at something. Or even eating a sandwich, I'd be like, trying to get the sandwich right here and take a bite. I'm like, no, don't, don't pause, don't, ah! And he would do that just because I wanted to eat something. That's why you so never that, eat food and use your console at the same time. I know, it's so dangerous. Or even talk about it when it's not <laughs> Xbox, on. Xbox, turn off. <laughs> Xbox off! Uh, so <laughs> We're in the different room. Speaking, it doesn't matter. Speaking of eating things... Oh, uh, Apple, well, we, we, we got to do it. We got we to finish the, the Xbox news, though. Yeah, oh, is there well, st- okay. other stuff? Well, it, it it is a part of that. That is the the uh, the Backwards system compatibility. Well, that's part of this. But uh, so on November twelfth, you get the new what is it? Uh, the dashboard experience. Oh yeah, nice rip off there, Xbox. Really, you couldn't think of your own word. Um, but uh, you get the, the Xbox One dashboard update to the experience, uh, which is going to start rolling out at midnight Pacific tonight. Um, it's not in everyone all the time, and uh, I guess there's a trick to making sure your Xbox actually downloads these kinds of things. Um, with so you know, I'm sure those of you that have Xbox understand the trick because I read the instructions. I had no idea what the heck it was trying to tell me to do. So, uh, however, backwards compatibility patch will not not start rolling out until noon tomorrow. So okay. if you were planning on taking off the day so you could play, uh, you know. Bejeweled, or one of the other well, 74... Yeah, so, so let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> so now that they've released like the first 120 backwards compatible games, I have to say that I think they have named this incorrectly. 
in most cases, it's more cross-buy than it is backwards compatibility. Because yeah. almost all the games are arcade games. Yeah, and thank goodness, because a bunch of them are ones that I bought and I just never played, so it's kind of cool that they're popping up right here. But I don't know what games I'm going to be able to play that have that I have the 360 disc. I'm just going to like put every single one and see what pops up. Um, hey, hey Mass Effect 1 got into the list, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, here's a weird thing, though. Uh, I've been seeing already a handful of games pop up. Like I said, I saw Geometry Wars uh, Evolved was already in there, and N Plus, and another handful of other games that I can't think of right now. But they were already do they there. Actually, already like... Do they actually work, though? I think I think oh, they're I starting to. That. I think they're I starting to download, it. but the the actual feature that will let you play them is not supposed to start distributing oh, till okay. till noon I, tomorrow. If you somehow got it early, I don't know if you're part I don't know if you're part of the beta testing team maybe that that makes a difference. I don't okay. know. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that's that. Yeah, and 74 of the 110 games or whatever it is are are arcade titles. Uh, and most of the non-arcade titles are, you know, like Black Ops 1, Mass Effect 1. So there there's several iterations behind the current ones for games. Not that that's bad. It's just, you know, it, it, it was advertised a little more aggressively, at least than this first batch is demonstrating. But to, to, the, to that point, they have also announced that all of the uh, games with gold games for 360 will be backwards compatible titles. Now, does that mean that there are just going to be more arcade games coming out for Xbox 360 for games with gold, or does that mean that they'll start rolling out more disc-based AAA type stuff? It'll be interesting to watch and see what their strategy is for that. Because I've, I've seen... Hmm, what's, what's the word I want to say? I've seen internet response to the list. That's the best way I could say that. <laughs> um, a lot of people very upset about the list for backwards compatibility. Turo, what's your? You've not read the list, have you? No, I was just I, like I said. I just saw the handful of arcade games that I have played or I haven't played that I bought, and I'm excited because now I have a chance to play it all in one system. I don't know why they didn't just. I know it's money and rights and blah blah blah, but I have so many games in the Xbox Live Arcade on the 360 that I haven't even touched. I just got on sale or I wanted, uh, and I was like, okay, I have one, two, and three, like um. Oh, the third one was called The Baconing. And then because the rights got sold somewhere. There's one and two. And then the third one's called The Baconing. It's a really ridiculous RPG. Oh, what was it called? It was so much fun. Uh, I, Turo, I, put the, I put the link in the chat so you can okay. check it out. Well, I, I'm just bringing that up because uh, I, I love the first one. I got all the achievements on the first one. And then the second one came out. Never had a chance to play it, but I got it. And then when The Baconing came out, I uh, I bought it on sale, but again, I was like, okay, I really have to go back to the second one, play it, beat it, go to the third one, play it, beat it. I never had a chance, and now that the one's out, I'm, I have to go back to the 360 to play it, but I just rarely turn it on. So if they did bring the whole library to the one, that would be so perfect. I don't know why they're doing little by little. I know it's probably like a big deal as far as rights and people saying. Well, I, I think more of the lines they have to make sure that they're Windows 10 compatible to be honest. Hmm. Okay. Since oh, that's death, death Spank. It was Death Spank. Ah. That's what it was. 
one and two. Oh, they were so much fun. Anyway, so, that's what I'm saying. I just hope they bring more games over. I think this is like their test. Well, speaking of bringing more games over, uh, we discussed a few weeks ago about the relaunch of the Apple TV, and they are trying to position it as a new gaming platform. Uh, Polygon has a breakdown of seven different games that are already out for the new Apple TV uh, that shows you everything you need to know about gaming. And those seven games are Alto's Adventure, Light Blade Academy, Galaxy on Fire, Manticore Rising, Rayman Adventures, Transistor, Luminosity, and Xenowork. And frequent listeners or viewers of the show will recognize probably three of those. The rest they won't, but it seems that they're doing a lot right for creating gaming situations on the new Apple TV. I'm really interested to watch uh, this as it develops to see if it's a viable alternative. Because when you've got so many people that have Apple TVs, this could quietly become the next Wii. So I think it's an interesting you know, business strategy to watch to see how that develops over time. You know, I, I just I can't see I can't see someone who owns an Apple TV giving two rips about it playing games. I don't know, man, because a lot of the people who have Apple TVs may not have other devices. Exactly, and they're not going to care to play the games on. The, I, I it seems like it's it's an interesting way to try to get into an untapped market. I just think you know, the untapped market that they're trying to get to has already been tapped into by tablets and phones. And if they're they're either going to be playing on that or they're not going to be playing, and they're going to have very, very little interest in... Well, but that's also kind of the benefit, though, because if you remember, they can take that tablet experience and play it full screen on their Apple TV. Yeah. So that's, that's where the, you know, kind of cross-by situation comes in. I think, I don't know, like I said, it's it's an interesting idea that I don't think anybody's really stepped up to try to do before. I'll be interested to see where it goes. I'm, I, you're, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. It could I, be I, that there's no penetration whatsoever, but it, <laughs> seems, it seems that there there is starting to be a move by developers to go that way. So I'll be, that's what I'm really interested to see is how much adoption do we really see for people bringing the support over for their games. Nick, you've been awfully quiet. Do you have any news? Nothing I can... Nothing. Okay, well then how about... How about we talk about Borderlands, the handsome collection? What about it? Well, I'm glad you asked. Turns out that uh, the company that develops it, which is 2K, mm-hmm. they are re-releasing Borderlands The Handsome Collection with a remote-controlled gentleman claptrap. He's being called the Dapper Claptrap, featuring the claptrap in a tuxedo, mustache, and top hat. He uses a gyro so that you can, that he can... It's RC... So you can actually move them around. Uh, it comes with... Uh, the the Claptrap actually has a working camera in its eye to allow you to view 
his live video stream on your mobile device. And you can either use a physical joystick or use the app on the Claptrap app to move him around and control him. Plus you'll get the uh, lithographs of each of the Vault Hunters and a collectible steel case. And that's coming from GameStop on November 27th for 269 pounds. Which would translate roughly, I don't know what it's going to be in US dollars. I don't even know if this is available in the United States yet. They just announced it. So I'm interested to see what that is. But that that's the compilation of uh, Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel. Mm-hmm. Plus all DLC for both of them. So you're yep. going to get the Ultra Dome for Borderlands the pre-sequel, and you're also going to get the digital Claptrap world. Um, on top of that, you're going to get Borderlands 2, that entire game, which is so much time and effort and fun. You're going to get all DLC for that, which is there's like three mini-sodes. You have two to three full expansions and about three to four level packs. I'm so, looking to see if I can throw the image up here. Give me one second. Uh, one. No, not that quick. Custom upload. Uh, yeah. Oh, and Matt fell off the internet. So. No, he came back. It, yeah, that was oh, weird. It said I got kicked because of authenticated authentication issues. That was weird. Oh, where are we at here? Matt, are you back? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, um, that's coming out, and no word on whether or not there's going to be a, a, a United States launch yet, but be on the lookout for it. I think I've got it. Cool. You just need to make sure that this is actually it. Nope, that's not it. Uh, I'll look to see where it downloaded. Uh, Matt, you want to cover the next story while I find it? Uh, sure. Uh, so most of us know that Star Wars Battlefront is going to be landing November 17th. Uh, even in the middle of nowhere, I'm still being told that my copy will arrive at my house on November 17th. So uh, we're all getting excited about that. Uh, the, like I said, the companion app is out with a little strategy game uh, that's based on the cards. Uh, if you played the beta, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, so it's based on the cards and uh, base defense kind of thing. Uh, so you can start playing that to earn credits so you can buy perks more quickly in the real game. Um, and uh, there's some ways that some folks are going to be able to get to the game before the 17th, though. Oh, here uh, you go. Sorry. Just real quick. There you yep. go. Is that viewable, finally? Uh, yeah, it's doable. Okay, good deal. You gotta keep talking. Yeah, I locked it on me, so you should be able to see it. The claptrap there with the top hat. Claptrap yep. with the top hat. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. So, anyways, the lithographs are pretty cool. You know what? I could care less about the lithographs. For me, it's the claptrap that makes it. He's got a mustache and a top hat. I'm sorry, but for me, it's that that hard that uh, cut case. Ooh, that is a nice case. It it is a nice case, and that's the only way you'll get it is through this edition, apparently. It is one it is one heck of a, a is one heck of a gaming item. I would highly recommend getting it just for the fact that you get all the Borderlands, both Borderlands games plus all DLC for them. 
yeah. tens of hours of entertainment. I apologize for interrupting that. Please continue. No, not a problem. Not a problem. So, uh, so we'll be some people will be able to get their hands on the game before uh, November seventeenth. Xbox One owners with the EA Access membership can actually start playing on the twelfth of November. Uh, so when you go in on the 17th and you see all those level-capped people already laying waste to the land, you'll know to blame EA and EA Access. Uh, if you are not, you can go to a Walmart uh, in the United States on the 13th, and they will be letting people play it early. Now, it doesn't look like they're actually selling it early. It looks like they're just uh, allowing people to have access to the full game in the store. So how exactly that Works, Why would you do that? Sure. That's weird. I, well, they're they're actually having a huge store, Star Wars extravaganza on November 13th through the 15th uh, at 3,000 store locations at least, so not everyone will have it. But they're going to have deals and all kinds of Star Wars merch and uh, a Disney Infinity 3.0 PS4 bundle uh, that's exclusive to Walmart available to buy during that period. Um, and then they're going to have everything, the, the Darth Vader, DualShock 4, uh, that bundle, a bunch of different Lego sets and micro-machines and figures and all kinds of different Star Wars-related stuff for you to buy. Uh, and the rest of us poor schmucks will have to wait till the 17th, uh, which is almost exactly a month to the premiere of the movie. And if you did pre-order it, you will get the, I think it's part of a pre-order, is the uh, Jakku uh, level. Battle of Jakku. Battle of Jakku. So you'll uh, get a first look, early look. Why do I know that? Come on, Matt. I I hit the planet right. I just forgot what's called (laughs) the Battle of Jakku. Um, So you'll see that whole Star Destroyer that, you know, is in the trailer crashing into the planet and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, Star Wars. Hoorah. So about the only thing that is comparable in size to Star Wars in the video game space is, of course, Call of Duty. And if you weren't aware, Black Ops 3 launched this last weekend. And it racked up more than $550 million in sales during its first three days of release. And has Uh, reviews almost as high as Fallout 4. I don't know why this is amazing to me, but it's just blowing my mind. I'm right there with you. Now, the interesting thing is that, you know, obviously sales were down for um, advanced... Well, Advanced Warfare was up, but Ghosts was way down. Um, And so they're basically saying that uh, while while, um, Advanced Warfare was the highest-selling game in the U.S. for 2014, they're saying that this is already uh, doubling the pace of Advanced Warfare. In fact, launch day digital sales of the PS4 set a new record for the PlayStation Store for downloadable games. Um, So it's interesting to see how this is going to uh, continue to trend. But they're saying that the engagement per player, which is a statistic that they measure in-house to refer to the amount of time a player spends with the game, is currently the highest in the entire franchise. They said that over the three-day launch window, um, there was a statistic, where to find it, 75 million hours combined from Friday through Sunday. 
Which 75 is million hours. What is it about this game that is... We just cured cancer. 75 million hours. <laughs> Ridiculous. No, I'm upset because just because I had my headphones. In. No, the, the the thing that I find most impressive is that image that's in the article. Is uh, it's basically got a BattleTech mech in the background there. <laughs> yeah. I forget what that one's called, like the Dire Wolf or something like that. But yeah, it's just like, wait a minute, what's BattleTech doing in Blobs? But yeah, it's it's. I I was surprised to start seeing the the such high reviews for this because. I, they must have done something right. I've not checked it out. Obviously, I checked out of that franchise a long time ago. It might be time. I did get Advanced Warfare because I wanted to see if it was better. I did not care for it. Um, so I would be interested at some point to check this out and maybe see. That, since three different studios are making the three different games, I'd be interested to see how this one plays differently than the last one. Now, is this a Treyarch? One or is this? No, I just closed it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at the article. I'm not seeing the actual developer listed here, but I'll look uh, it up later. I'm pretty sure it does say in there, but I'll I'll look it up and tell you in a second. Why don't you tackle the next one since I took that one? Alter Alter. Um. The, so we have. Or we can little... we can shock Nick into looking one up. <laughs> Nick, I'm going to press the shock button if you don't look look at the keep. Don't look at what key? Keep. Oh, the note? Oh, the Keep.google.com. Keep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, no, I got uh, the app. I can just look it up. So Sledgehammer is Advanced Warfare. Warfare. Infinity Wards was Ghost, so this one is Treyarch. Okay. That's what I thought. Yep. Um, so the uh, been wanting to know what games sold the best in the U.S. for October on the PlayStation Network. Have you have you been wondering? I, I honestly actually don't generally wonder about these things, but a lot of people do. I so want to know. You want to know. People want to know. So uh, for the PS4, we have number one through ten, or should I go backwards? Ten to one. I'll go backwards. Ten, ten, ten to one. one yeah. Suspense. Uh, Mark's Jam, WWE 2K16, logs in at number 10. Oh, yeah. Number 9 is Minecraft. For the love of God, people. Really? Uh, number 8 is Rocket League. 7, Grand Theft Auto 5. Still impressive. Hey, wait, before you continue on. Did everybody see that Rocket League put out a DeLorean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, just making sure, because that's amazing. It is. Uh, EA Number 6 is EA Sports FIFA 16, which... Number six for North America, for U.S. specifically, that's not that's not bad. Uh, five, a game that I actually do need to work on finding some funding for uh, because it's a Telltale game, so I need to play it. Minecraft Story Mode Episode One: Order of the Stone. Number four is Nick's Jam, and I'm sure he was key to this, so don't let him fool you that he wasn't involved in Destiny. But number four is Destiny. Number three, despite what? the fact that it's it's totally really kind of taken a beating, I thought is uh, NBA 2K16. Number two, for a series that is more years old collectively than I can even think of at the moment, amazingly still at number two is Nathan Drake with the Uncharted collection or Uncharted the Nathan Drake collection more correctly. Um, and number one is Assassin's Creed Syndicate, from which I ended that, that that was the PS4 list. The PS3, I will go much quicker because it's actually not similar at all. But yeah, anyway, just do the top five. 
Oh, I gotta do them all. Uh, Dead Island, Riptide, Bioshock, Bioshock 2, Catherine, Motorstorm, Pirates, Grand Theft Auto 5, Destiny, EA Sports, FIFA 16, Minecraft PlayStation 3 Edition, number two, people. Number two on the PlayStation is freaking Minecraft. <sighs> and number one is Minecraft Story Mode Episode 1, The Order of the Stone, so... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just back up to, like, number eight. Did you say Catherine? Number seven is Catherine, yes. That's... Amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm out of nowhere. Why would that one be? There was it was on sale. It was on sale with the holidays. Oh, with the, okay, okay. okay, okay. So was Bioshock and Bioshock Two. So that's uh, okay. That that place. makes more sense because I'm like I'm like that game is amazing. I have no idea why it's on the top ten because it was never on the top ten before. Right. Sadly. And it was on, it was on sale. So that that's probably why. Same with Bioshock, Bioshock Two, and Dead Island Riptide. I believe all four of those were part of the Halloween sale. Or whatever they called it, because I don't think they could use the word Halloween. Um, so yeah, uh, Minecraft and Minecraft and Destiny. Well, since soccer. we love our lists so much, I thought I would yeah. also piggyback onto your lists of lists with a, a talk of the complete list of PlayStation VR games in the works right now. Um, PlayStation, PlayStation Experience is coming up very soon, uh, and... Um, there's a lot of excitement about what we may hear announced there, not just for PlayStation 4, but also for PlayStation VR, hoping maybe we might even get, you know, a price on PlayStation VR, um, a finalized price, I should say. So I thought it would be interesting to take a quick look at the complete list of the games that are in development for it uh, as soon as this page ever lets me scroll down. <laughs> Gotta love slow loading pages. Scroll. In, in the meantime, while we're waiting for your page to scroll, J.J. Uh, Abrams and Chair, the makers of Shadow Complex. Wait, wait, wait. Chair, chair, not Share. Chair. That's what I said. Okay, it sounded like Share. Oh, apologize. Chair, as in the thing sit are making, which are the which is the uh, studio behind Infinity Blade and Shadow Complex, are making an action strategy espionage game called Spy Jinx. Uh, inevitably, there will be time travel, betrayal, and probably some sort of uh, hyperspace or warp speed involved. Oh wait, no, that's sorry, that's something else. Um, but it's going to be done in Unreal Engine four. Uh, the the you know there has been a, a collaboration you know that's been rumored forever between Abrams and Valve that has never seemed to come to fruition. So don't know if this is to fill the gap there or um, what. But yeah, it's interesting to see. You know, we've we've seen movie directors getting involved in video games, and while so far that hasn't by and large moved the world for anybody, I don't think. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see where where this goes. So. I'm 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 you know I'm still I'm still rooting for JJ to not not disappoint me on on the 18th. So hey, Spielberg did pretty good job with Bloom Blocks. Yeah, he did decent. Okay, I'm seriously. All right, I can't. Yeah, you're gonna have to cover you, you, you're doing, the you're list. Doing it's on the list. Okay, I've I've got it uh, up. It's right. While while you're pulling that up, uh. Horror fans might like to know that a new Kickstarter hit its funding goal. And that game is called Friday the 13th. Yes, the, since we're talking about movies and games, 
Uh, Friday the 13th, the game, hit its $700,000 uh, Kickstarter funding goal and looks to actually be in production. Now, what's interesting is that this started out as a generic game called Slasher Volume 1 Summer Camp, but then the director of the Friday the 13th movie reached out and they then made it, gave, they managed to gain the license. But what's interesting is this is another one of those asynchronous uh, games where it's seven on one. So there will be seven campers and one Jason. <laughs> but as the seven campers, you're only allowed to make really stupid decisions and put yourself in the most likely position to get killed. Well, right. and, and, you know, they, they say that historically making a Friday the 13th game has been a major challenge, um, and it, they're really generally pretty bad. So will this one be able to, you know, do something good? It's set for Steam, Xbox One, and PS4, and they're aiming to have the game out in October of 2016. The so new game, 35 years in the making. Something, yeah. All right, so were you able to pull up the list? Did he die? Can you not hear me? Oh, he's gone. Who's gone? I thought you were talking oh. to Nick. No, I'm talking to you. Did you pull up the oh, list of Yeah, VR I've got the games? list up. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the list of VR games. Uh, the list of VR games. So, uh, so uh, presumably these are going to be uh, demoed at uh, Experience. I would assume, along with uh, stuff. But anyway, the first game is Atom Universe. Uh, developer is Atom Republic. The genre is interactive fiction. So I'm thinking that's like your uh, Fahrenheit's and your uh, Heavy Rains. Yeah, and you know, I think that's that, that's something we've not really talked about on the podcast. But Turo, you like to watch video games, right? Did Turo die? Is it just you and me? His microphone is not working. What are you saying? <laughs> okay, shake your head, okay. yes or no. Do you like to watch video games? Yes. yes, yes. So, so the real question I'm wondering is, would you like to watch a book? I, this this is so weird. It's like well, you know, and I'm thinking it's kind of I'm, I'm not sure how this is going to go, but I'm thinking choose your own adventure, right? I mean, right. Run left or run right. Run right. So, um... Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Oh, that's weird. But it's not the right one, is it? Uh, is the that's, left one? It's the, it's the one Hold that on. lets hear your voice, so... Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. So it's my computer. Okay, I can hear you through my headphones. I don't know what's going on with my headphones. Okay. Anyway, um... By the way, did you know Friday the 13th reached their mark? They did it. They reached... <laughs> Are you? Yeah, <laughs> I can hear you on that. That was really cool. I, I wanted to throw in so much input in that, and I couldn't. Um, books that are games. Um, uh, there's some out there that I've seen that are. You have to not watch them play, or you're gonna lose something. Um, I just. You're gonna have to actually play yourself. I think yeah, one of those that, games. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is you know. Would you be interested in watching, in participating in an experience where you got to watch a book play out in first person? 
you were immersed in the book. But and I would still in my decisions. Yeah, if, if my decisions are different from someone else's, or is it all going to be the same? That see, I think that's that's part of why I think for me VR is so intriguing right now because there's no definition, there's no standards. You could say I just want to watch all of you know a specific book play out around me. I want to be see these things happen. Oh. Or you could say as a developer, oh, I actually want to give the player some agency to change how the story goes. I think so, you're going to have both. So you're, you're talking about being inside of a book and you're gonna, you can do whatever you want. You can actually follow the plot and the characters or you can stay in the bathroom the entire time and just be like, this is a cool bathroom. Yeah, if you wanted to, I suppose. I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, I think there'd be some awesome Easter eggs along the way. Because um, I could see automatically you saying that. Now I under fully understand. I could see myself like trying to see or be in all the Harry Potter books, and I would just be in certain areas and be like, "How did that work out?" I'm just gonna stay here for the next couple of chapters and see what happens. And then, oh, that's how it happened. Or I wonder who does that. That kind of thing. So now that I was able to finally open the list, we can trade off, Matt, as we go down the list. Woohoo! Uh, Adrift is another one that I am actually really interested in. Uh, this <laughs> is the one make where all kinds of space sick. Yeah, probably. I, it's if you're not familiar with the concept, you're on a space station that has a critical malfunction and basically mostly blows up, and you've got to find oxygen in order to survive. Completely first person, looks scary as hell, and not as in a horror kind of way, but as in a oh my gravity god, I'm in the space. Yeah, grave gravity kind of way. So the next one I have not heard anything about, uh, but it's called Albino Lullaby, and I did not get a chance to watch the video ahead of time, but it is listed as a horror adventure. So, again, I'm thinking, you know, something along the lines of uh, PT or something of that nature where you're in a creepy environment and creepy noises are happening and then probably a handful of jump scares and, you know, murder allegations or something. I'm not sure. But um, I think we're going to see a lot of that because I think the next couple are kind of of the same... um, well, Allison Road definitely is. That is a survival horror game. Heard nothing but good things about what people have experienced with it. Not yep. sure about all the details, but I, I do want to c- tackle the next one because I actually know quite about a bit about this one. Ark Survival Evolved. So this is actually an MMO, um, and it is cur- it's going to be on the PC, the PS4, and the Xbox One in June. The beta is out, uh, and I have played the beta, and I've watched people, other people play the beta, it's a very... It's basically um, dinosaurs. It's a game about, you know, harnessing and working with dinosaurs. And you you hunt them, you use them as animals to ride on, and uh, the graphics aren't the best, but I could see this being an interesting first MMO for the VR genre or VR space. So I think that's pretty interesting. And this one, I think, is is not specially designed as a first person. Like, all the ones so far have been first person experiences. This one, you'd kind of be like God View 
right? So it's yeah, it's 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 a way you get way far back from. I, I'd almost call it like a a, a a Sims view. Not that the game is like the Sims, but that kind of three quarters top down, you know, three quarters top down isometric view. Pretty much an yeah. MMO over. Yeah, pretty much. Well, no, some of the MMOs you can get right up on your character. Yeah, but yeah. this is this is more of a, a farther away approach. Um, uh, there was one. Oh, were you done? Sorry. Yeah, that's can- yeah, that's canceled. So skip that one. Yeah, that one. Uh, there. Uh, if if you hadn't heard, there was a game called Among the Sheep. Uh, the VR support for that has been canceled. The game itself is still ongoing, but the VR support is canceled. Uh, another adventure game from a developer called End Dreams, which I know I've heard of recently for some reason, and I can't think of why. But coming to the PC, PS4, sometime in 2016 is called The Assembly. Um, again, I haven't watched this one, but it's another adventure game looking like it's pretty much first-person exploration, uh, probably, you know, jump scares and stuff of that sort. So let's uh, let's just hit the highlights because there's yeah. there's so many of these. Well, Battle, uh, the battle, zone, battle zone, obviously. I mean... Yeah, and, you know, that's, that's a... a Tank simulation along the same kind of lines as Eve Valkyrie, except you're in a tank. Yeah, that, uh, so this is this is this is the game that uh, Flynn is playing at the beginning of Tron, except yeah. in 3D and VR. <laughs> yeah, uh, the one I think probably one of the ones I'm most interested in is called uh, Crystal Rift, and it's actually very much if you played way back on PlayStation One, if you played the original Kingsfield games. This looks like Kingsfield realized for VR. Yeah. First-person dungeon crawler, yeah. I am super excited about that. So I'm going to have a bunch of enemies line up in front of me and wait for me to whack them. Then, going back to Turo, answer one of your questions that you asked earlier about interactive fiction, there's going to be a Danganronpa VR. And if oh, and Dave's not here. He's not Dave here. That's I, like his jam. It is. <laughs> Danganronpa is this amazing, amazing Vita interactive fiction where basically 12, uh, 12 students are locked in a school and somebody's been murdered and you can't get out until you figure who the murderer is and they're going to kill another person every day until cool. you figure it out. And you get so to they're be making, part of it. Yep, and so they're making a, uh, a. It looks like they're making a Danganronpa virtual reality kind of simulation as well. And why is Kate not here? Dead or Alive Extreme Three is also. I I still don't know how they're going to do fighting games in VR. Well, I and this is volleyball, it. isn't it? Isn't the extreme? Isn't that the beach volleyball oh, game? Oh, so I could see the volleyball one, but I could see a lot of people I being creepy in like. Don't think so. <laughs> spectator mode. Oh, it is. Yeah, it totally is the volleyball. Like, just be like, hey, you can go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't get it, but get even some, for the volleyball. Getting some trailer, like, there's... dynamic camera angles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but even in the trailer that they've got embedded here, it's all in third person, so what would be any different? I guess you could dynamic. be Dynamic. <laughs> <Yeah>. Great. <laughs> you know it's coming. Um, I don't know what this one is, but I like it already. What Dead Secret? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a mystery game. Um, I was a little then, kid. I, my grandparents took me to somebody's house that had one of those monkeys, and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> see, and then there's the Deep, which the Deep is by uh, SCE London, 
and that's the one where you're in the the water in a shark tank, and the sharks actually come and attack the tank. I have watched people's reactions to playing that, and that is, I think that's going to be one of the, the proof of concepts that will get people hooked on it. it. It's one of those scary things, but once you take the helmet off, you're going to be like, that was awesome. Yeah, I don't know what you're really, I mean, it's really just, there's no game to this one, I, I can't. Yeah, I, mean, it's, there I think it's, there's a little bit of a game, but it's kind of passive. You yeah, know, it's more of a passive experience, and I think we're going to see a ton of those. Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to see a ton of. I'm, ex- to start. I'm expecting the the headset to come with a ton of those, or several of those at least, as kind of proof of concepts. I would think, but God, if if Sony is smart, they will bundle Eve Valkyrie into. No. That, that's almost that's almost a way to guarantee that I'll buy one because that is like the one game that I really want for VR. Yeah, it's it's really really interesting. Um, this next one, there's, I'm, there's so sure about, I'm just kind of scrolling down, looking at any other big highlights. There's a ton of these games in development right now. Um, Obviously, Eve we'll Valkyrie to, is a, is a big one. And they're saying Gran Turismo Sport is going to support it as well. And then there's Harmonic Music VR which we don't know a whole lot about. And then there's going to be Hatsune Miku, so if you're into the the music games, you've got those. Who's currently on North American Tour, so, you know. She is on a North American <clears throat> Tour, sadly. Um, and I'm hopping down. There's Gosh. a game called Godling, so I can only assume that that's going to be kind of so, a God mode type thing. Now, I, I have seen this game, and it's really good. Uh, have you seen Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes? No, I have not seen anything. Oh, like my goodness. It is this amazing, uh, I'd I call it a party game, but it's kind of a puzzle game at the same time. But the thing about it is is that one person has to disarm a bomb, but they don't know how. The person who's oh yeah, you were talking about this. Somebody's looking up the and they gotta talk you through the yeah, and it, it's it's fantastic. And I think that's gonna be another one of those proof of concept ones that once people experience, they're gonna be like, oh my goodness. Um, I'm looking at there's actually quite a few of these I've not seen before. Yeah, there's a lot of these I've never heard of before, so. Paranormal Activity VR. Um, Cat and Mouse. Project, Project Cars. Cars. Yeah, oh, Cube is that. making a return as a f- VR title. That's interesting. Yeah, of course, Riggs, they're, they're really trying to get Gorilla Cambridge to be the new uh, 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 spectator sport for PlayStation VR. I just don't... I just think they're trying so hard. This one looked amazing from Paris Game uh, Week, the Robinson the Journey. Um, great production value. Uh, you're on a... It's just kind of a sci-fi thing. I'm not sure if it's time-traveling or you're on another planet or what it is, but basically you're on a planet full of dinosaurs. And you, it's a survival, and I, I actually have no idea what the game involves, but it looked gorgeous, and you were stampeded by a bunch of dinosaurs. So Yeah, it did that, look very, <laughs> very good. But oh, summer the, on, the, on the opposite 
category side of that category is guaranteed to make you hurl in your new PlayStation VR is Trackmania Turbo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that will be the standard of how not to do it. Yeah. Oh, Surgeon Simulator's getting so you can beat up people in real time. And uh, what? War Thunder? Oh, man, if I can fly those planes and do bomb... <laughs> that's pretty interesting, because I really like War Thunder on the PS4. That might be if they do a good job uh, adapting that. Tekken, I'm still trying to figure out, again, like what what is that going to be? Is it just going to be the screen is really close to your face? Oh, they're doing an Until Dawn version. Hmm. Yes, uh, yes, it's it's actually a side story from what they were saying. So that's going to be interesting. But yeah, I think there's that's a really strong lineup. Now, we don't know if those are all going to be launch games, but I think it's a very strong lineup uh, nonetheless. And if they keep bringing out games on a regular, consistent basis after launch, I could actually see this gaining some traction, especially if it's at a price point that makes sense. Yeah, I mean that that's going to be the trick. I mean, if you're if they're going to be char- costing the headset at the price point we've been hearing recently, which is somewhere in the three to four hundred dollar range, they're they're going to need to do something to be to get you to buy to get software at a relatively affordable price point because they can't be charging sixty bucks off for all of these games on top of that and expect adoption at a very high level. Yeah, but keep it keep it tuned. We'll be uh, covering it as it comes out. Um, let's just jump to final thoughts. I think we're only skipping like one or two things. Well, I did I did want to mention though um, that this has been a traveling show. The National Video Game Museum has been a traveling uh, show for the last couple of years, I think, and it is finally uh, next month going to be opening in its permanent location in uh, Frisco, Texas. So. Um, that is, uh, you know, that that that's a that's a pretty big deal. They've got a pretty good collection of stuff and things, and uh, you know, I'm probably never going to travel to Frisco, Texas, to see it. But uh, you know, it's as this has, you know, when when video games started, you know, I don't think there were a ton of people who really believed it would come out to be the thing it has been. So the fact that there is some efforts with the Hall of Fame and this museum now to try to uh, memorial, uh, memorialize it, but to document the history and the impact that it's had uh, for those who are born into a world where video games are ubiquitous um, is is a good thing. So. Good use of the word ubiquitous. Thank you. I approve. Um, I actually uh, was looking on Eventbrite. You ever use Eventbrite, Matt? I have not. Um, it's very big out here. I don't know, Turo, if it's big by you or by Matt, um, but what it does is it's it's where people go to list events, and they can buy tickets through the Eventbrite to the event as well. Um, and it's actually a pretty cool little solution. I was looking for, uh, after I realized that I missed out on that um, event last week, I went and I looked at uh, other gaming events that were coming up, and... I found out in San Francisco on Monday there is a free video game tournament or trivia tournament put on by the um, Academy of Art and Video Games. 
Hmm. So that's kind of interesting. So if you're in the Bay Area, you might want to check that out. Um, that will then bring us to final thoughts. We'll start with Nick. <laughs> Nick, any final thoughts? No? Silence. I have more destiny. Okay, got it. Right. <laughs> Terrell, how about you? Uh, just find the time to play video games and cherish it because you get so little later on. <laughs> I miss video games. I miss them so much. I thought I was going to be traveling all January and February, but the only thing I want to do is travel through all my games. Man. At least you have a down season. Oh, it's just... It's needed, because I'm getting so burnt. Like, I'm crispy. <laughs> crispy turtle. Yeah. Matt, final thoughts? Um, I, I do have to echo his sentiments, sadly. The, the gaming time just doesn't seem to be there these days. But uh, it is currently today still Memorial Day, so uh, Memorial Day uh, and, uh, you know, stuff as a as a vet I, uh, it's a, it's an interesting day you know to reflect back on the stuff that you've done and seen and the people that you knew and the things that have gone on in the last 10 plus years so uh, yeah uh, so there's that and you know um, I was trying to think of a of, of veteran friendly you know kind of some sort of gaming thing to go in but you know None of that stuff really, really does capture it very well. So, I mean, and you know, all it does is simulate the combat, and the combat's not realistic. So, yeah, I couldn't come up with anything. Um, although I did hear one by Metallica on the way home, and thought, you know, that's actually a pretty good Veterans Day song. Mm -hmm. So, well, I would like to uh, take this opportunity to thank all of our veterans, including Matt, for their service. Uh, and cool, thanks, Matt. And we have a lot of uh, friends of the show who are also military and ex-military. Again, thank everyone for their service. My final thought of the day uh, is not video game related, but we didn't do a veg this week, so I kind of want to talk about it. And that is uh, there is a Gotham. Kickstarter going on right now to bring back Mystery Science Theater 3000. I, I saw that, and that sounds awesome. Oh. Uh, it, now, this is the original creator, Joel, so I'm guessing it's going to be Trace uh, doing Crow and um, Gypsy, and then I forget the name of the other guy who was the mad scientist doctor who did um, Tom Servo at the time. So it is uh, 1.3 million of 2 million goals. Now, that's not actually the end of the goal. Two, uh, 2 million gets them, I think, three episodes, and if they get, to, I want to say it's to five, 5.5 million, we'll get them a full episode, a full season of 12 episodes. But um, I think this is great. I think there is room in this world for both Mystery Science Theater and Rift Tracks, so whether you're in the Mike camp or the Joel camp, I think this is a win for everybody. Uh, so it, it's something I'm pretty I'm pretty jazzed about, and uh, if you want to know more, just search Mr. MST3K Kickstarter, and you'll find it almost immediately. And on that thought, gonna... Doctor, Doctor Who is awesome. But 
Doctor Who is awesome. Yes. Oh my gosh, Doctor Who is so good. Although I'm still only on the first episode. I, I, know. Oh, oh, I know, I know. Jesus Christ. It just really keeps good. getting better. It does. It really, really It just doesn't. Well, I mean, there is a I, I almost saw. I almost saw a spoiler the other day, and I'm like, quick, click, 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 get off there. Let's see. Let's see. One, this, two, this, three, four, five. This, this, this like yeah, the fifth I'm, episode, it just kind of. It's not bad. It's just not what was the past four episodes, and then after that, it's like ha, 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 tricked you. The first Daria episode is that it? That is was that five. Thing? That's five. So I'm just hey, trying to figure out which sorry. one. Hey, we're, we're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this. <laughs> uh, no, that's the that's so, when David Tennant comes back. That's the we'll that's we'll end the show. Uh, in our usual tradition. Oh, God. And that is, what time did Sean Connery get to Wimbledon? Okay, hold on. Is it, again, do I have to dumb down my thoughts, or is it? do I have to think about it? I don't know on this one. Okay, hold on. What time, say it again. What time, what time does Sean Connery get to Wimbledon? Wimbledon. Sean Connery. I don't know. Tennis. <sighs> Skyfall is the worst Bond movie in existence. Until next time, game on. Yeah. Or not Skyfall. Skyfall, or you mean Spectre? Spectre. 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 Uh, Until game next on. week, game on. Game on. Is it really worse than Quantum of Solace? Yes. Wait. What